Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hello, besties. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of TDH, Two Degrees Hotter. You know us. You love us. You might not feel either of those things, but (laughs) here we are, and I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. You know us, you love us, or you don't like us. Who knows? Not me, but you're listening, so welcome. Thanks for that coin, regardless. (laughs) (laughs) And by coin, I mean literally like a single penny. (laughs) Yeah, one singular penny, but still making money in our sleep, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) I want to say off the bat, like, Due to the phenomenon of editing and recording ahead of time, we're recording this just a few days after the last episode, so the one you guys heard last week. So if I'm still coughing and stuff, um, spoiler, I had COVID if you didn't listen to that episode, um, it's not because it's like (laughs) chronic, like weeks later I'm still coughing. It's like it's only been a few days. So yeah, just wanted to... get that out there yes yeah and that helps with our weekend review I feel like because I feel like we both have like very specific weekend reviews but that's because it's been 48 hours since we last updated you guys on our lives so so love that but I feel like we've been hinting at this episode for a couple weeks now that we would be coming out with it so the short of it is Kylie and I did sort of like a fitness workout movement challenge for the month of July mm-hmm. where we tried to work out, well, every day. We'll get into the details, but essentially yeah. every day. And um, yeah, we're just going to recap how it went, you know, what we learned, how we felt throughout, and just kind of like some takeaways that we have for fitness after this challenge. Yeah, I'm very excited to get into it. I feel like you guys know I've been saying that I'm in my fitness era, so I'm stoked. I love a I love a workout challenge. I love a a mindful movement moment, you know? Yes. And I feel like this is the first time we've done like a challenge type of episode. Like yeah. we tried to do something in our lives and then like recapped it. So if you guys like this concept, let us know. We can yeah. try to do it with other types of things. So Yeah, we did attempt well, we didn't even attempt. We discussed a no spending month yeah. challenge. Um, that would be a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one because I actually did try it in my personal life and failed miserably. So, yeah. Or maybe. we could do like a book one, we do, like read ooh, a certain amount of books. That's or fun. Walk a certain amount of miles. You know, yeah. like there's the options are endless. Yeah, so let really. us know your ideas. Yeah. But before we get into all of that, let's start with the week in review, which is like 48 hours in review. Yeah. As we <laughs> so overall, I feel like I'm just focused on kind of getting my life back on track. Um, after having COVID, I feel like I missed a lot of like life admin type things. Like I just went, you know, two weeks basically without doing anything. So um, trying to get back on track before a really crazy August because August is like super packed for me. Um, but the one thing that I wanted to bring up was that I tried newly. I don't know if I mentioned that I wanted to try newly on the podcast or not, but it's N U U L Y. And it's basically this service that 
allows you to rent clothing. Um, so it's like a flat rate subscription month by month. And you can get six items per month, or you can actually add additional items if you so desire to your box. You can add like up to two more for a little bit more money. And um, yeah, I wanted to try it because I feel like it's really good for if you have like an occasion coming up or like a trip, especially yeah. with like a vacation, because I'm, I have a really bad habit of wanting to like reinvent myself before every trip I go on. Yeah. Because um, I want to like match the vibe of where I'm going, you yeah. know? And it's like, I'll buy these things that feel very appropriate for wherever I'm going, but not for like life. Like I'll get back and I won't really wear them that much because yeah. I bought them thinking of me in that place and not just yeah. like me in my day-to-day life, you know? So I think it's a really good solution for that. And also like if you were going to weddings and stuff, if you're like in that season of life that you're going to a lot of weddings, like this is the move because obviously people want like a new dress for every occasion they go to, but that's so expensive. So Anyways, um, I'm not making it a favorite yet because I've only gone through like making an account, getting, ordering my first batch and like getting it in. I haven't like gone through like the return process or anything like that yet. So we'll see if it's like as streamlined as they make it sound, but um, it's pretty cool. So I'll tell you guys what I got in my box. Let me open up the website. But what's nice about it is that you um, don't need to worry about washing it watching the stuff or anything like you just send it back and then they handle all of it and I imagine there's like some sort of insurance um because if you like ruin something it's not like you have to pay for it yeah um but yeah so I ended up getting seven items because I got like a ten dollar off code if you sign up for their emails you can get ten dollars off and then I was like well that's basically the cost of just adding one more thing so I enabled myself is what I did yeah um (laughs) and so I got um two like midi dresses Mm -hmm. a little free people top an amazing exercise dress that I think I'm gonna end up keeping because that's also the thing with newly is if you just don't send it back they'll just charge you (laughs) the difference yeah um and then I got two selkie dresses which if you guys know selkie it's that brand that's like crazy puffy dresses you might have seen yeah um so I got one for the Harry concert later this month and um one pair of like short alls like overalls but make them shorts um so yeah I'll let you guys know how it goes but overall I'm pretty pretty jazzed about it I feel like it's good for the rest of the year I feel like every month I have like something that I don't want to spend money to buy something for so yeah there you go keep you posted yeah so for my week in review, it's more of a night in review. Um, last night, I went with a couple of friends to the Taylor Swift boat cruise. So in Boston, they do like uh, Boston Harbor boat cruises in the summer. And this one was like hosted by, it's called Fangirl Fantasy. I think it's in like mm. the same vein as Big Night Live um, mm-hmm. that does like the Taylor Swift nights or Taylor Swift versus Olivia Rodrigo, like, themed nights. Um, and this boat cruise was Taylor Swift's theme. So they played all Taylor Swift songs. Um, it was absolutely immaculate. It was so much fun. And it's like, you're outside, you're on a boat. The weather was, like, perfect for yeah, us. Yeah, it was, like, a nice evening. Yeah. I, was, um, I mean, I know you're going to get into it with your favorite, I assume, but I thought it was pretty bold of you to wear a dress from what I saw on the pics on a boat. Yeah. Him. Yeah. It was, I'll tell you what, there, it, was a choice. it was a choice. Um, it was a choice. I made it. 
uh, and I'll I'll get into it a little bit, but we made it through. You know what I mean? <laughs> we made it through, and it is what it is. Um, no, it really wasn't that bad. I just had to be strategic, but it was so much fun. And I had like my friends from college, and then my roommate Ashley came, and then some of my friends' um, coworkers came. So it was kind of like all friend groups just like mm-hmm. merging together. Um, and we had a really great time and a really fun night. And it got in, at, it left the dock at seven and got in at nine thirty. So we like, I was asleep by like eleven thirty last night. That's so nice. I was honestly. like, this is great. <laughs> this is Ideal. great. Um, yeah, that looked so fun. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing that, but I saw all the uh, stories and whatnot. How did you even like find out about it? Um, M, my friend M, texted us about it. I guess her coworkers found it. We're like, we mm. should do this, and then she was like, I should ask my friends, and then one thing led to another, and we ended up. It was like fifty dollars for mm-hmm. the ticket, um, and yeah, it was a cash bar, which was like the only not fun thing. Um, also, sorry, there's a siren outside don't know what's going on um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun I would highly recommend I definitely want to do another one especially if it's like artist themed because I think those are so fun so they just like played music and it was kind of like a club but on a boat yeah basically and it was nice because I thought it was going to be like crazy crowded like I was actually kind of nervous and like all right like what what's the vibe and it was outside thankfully but I was like what's gonna go on it like there were a lot of people there don't get me wrong but like there was plenty of room for everyone and there mm-hmm. were like plenty of places where you could like go and like not be super crowded by people and yeah it was just I very highly recommend it was so much fun cool well I'll have to keep an eye I don't know if there's like is there like an Instagram or something to follow for that I think fangirl fantasy group. has an Instagram yeah and I know Big Night Live does, and they do, like, similar things, so. Yeah. Yeah. Fun? Yeah. Is it, like, do they have it in other cities, Big Night Live? I don't know. I think I think they did, like, a Big Night Live on the road or something, but I think it's Boston-based. <laughs> oh, okay. Fun. Yeah. All right, let's get into our favorites. So mine is a makeup item. Um, we went to Sephora a couple weeks ago and I picked this up. You got one too, right? Yeah. I think I got so this the shade. Oh, we got the same one? I'm pretty sure. didn't You got two, didn't you? No. Oh, then maybe we didn't. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wait, I have my makeup thing right here. You talk. I'll let you know if I have the same shade. <laughs> okay. So it's called the Sephora Longwear Liquid Eyeshadow. And I got it in the shade Charged Up. What is yours? Oh, mine's energy. Okay. I thought they weren't the same because yeah. I thought I That's got a glittery one and you got like a shimmery one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're like, what's the difference? I'll tell you. But basically I am in my, I've been in my liquid eyeshadow era. I very rarely yeah. would use like a palette or anything like that anymore. Um, and I just really like the look of liquid eyeshadow. I like just wearing one shade. I like, I don't know. I just think it's simple. I think it's glowy. It's pretty for like the summer and just like always, I feel like it's kind of my new thing Yeah, um, for the last, you know, little bit here. And I think you guys know, I really like Glossier Lid Star. That was like how I got into this type of product. Um, But I, I mean, I love the Glossier Lid Star products, but I just don't love that you can only order them online. And Mm. for me, it's like kind of important to see a shade in person before I like commit to getting it. And you can't really do that. Um, 
So I just stick to the shades that I like, but I don't really like tend to branch out for that Mm -hmm. uh, Glossier version. Um, So this one's from Sephora, like Sephora Collection, you know, like their brand. Um, Was it like $11 or $12? It was something like that. It wasn't that expensive at all. Yeah. It was less than the Glossier one. Yeah. Um, And bigger. Like I think you get a lot more product too. Yeah. But it basically looks like a lip gloss. Like you can imagine like the applicator and everything, but it's for your eyes. And they had like maybe 10 different shades and they had ones that were matte. They had ones that were like shimmery, kind of like the Glossier ones. And then they had ones that were glittery. And so the shade that I got charged up, I would say it's pretty glittery. Um, So I got it kind of for like, if I want, you know, something more fun for like a night out or I don't know. I just, I like sparkle. (laughs) So I think it's kind of fun to have something different. Yeah. But you got energy which is more like a shimmer would you yeah. say yeah it's like, like a, a shimmer warm. and it's like a gold but like has like sort of like copper red reflexes yeah. in them so um reflexes it's not reflex what is it called <laughs> reflection i don't know like undertone Re- yeah something like that i don't know i don't know when i turn my head sometimes it looks more copper <laughs> yeah okay um, and mine is definitely like like just like a bronze, yeah, shimmer. Oh wait, okay, maybe maybe mine's not in the shade charged up because it just says charged up underneath. Does yours say charged up underneath? Maybe that's what I'm thinking too. Because I'm like, I swear yeah. to God, I've seen charged. But I up think before. mine's actually in the shade lightning. I'm lying. Oh my Jeez. God, what a liar! Yeah, mine says charged up. Okay, so they all just say charged up. That's like yeah. I think it's the charged up long wear liquid eyeshadow. That's oh. what it's called. Oh, okay. Sorry for the confusion. Yeah, so mine's in shade three, lightning, and yours is? Mine's in shade seven, energy. And I also okay. recommend this. Yeah. So I really like it. Um, I want to get more gonna... colors. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm not – I don't want to fully cheat on Glossier because the Lidstar was my OG. But these are definitely a little less sheer. So if you like, like, the really sheer look, I would say stick with Glossier. But if you want a little more pigment – and they had, like, really fun colors. They had, like, a really fun purple <laughs> – um, so I want, I definitely want to, yeah, I want the more. purple. So I can slam my laptop. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I want yeah. the purple. Definitely want to get more. Love it. TDH approved. Mm-hmm. Um, for my favorite, I am going to talk about the dress that I wore on the Taylor Swift boat cruise. So yes, I wore a dress and I genuinely, I actually did look up like, the Instagram for Fangirl Fantasy because I was like, what is like the vibe? What is the yeah, attire? It is kind of an interesting thing yeah. to for. And they had like a couple of like videos and reels and, you know, showing what people like getting on the boat. So I was able to like see girls' outfits. So I was like, okay, well, I have that dress. Like I feel like that like kind of falls in line. Like there were people wearing like skirts and dresses mm-hmm. in these videos. And even last night there were like plenty of people wearing skirts and dresses. Um I will say that I had to have one hand free at all times. <laughs> yeah. In case so of emergency. It's um, so windy out there. I probably did flash people. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I probably did. So that is what it is. Uh, if you were on the boat cruise and I flashed you without your consent, I'm sorry. Uh, it wasn't me. It was the wind. But for the most part, I think I was okay because uh, I – was you, I was aware at all times, cat leg reflexes to try to get the skirt down. Um, but the dress I did wear, I have never been complimented on something more in my life. It was actually Ooh. unbelievable. I, there was like a point in time where like I couldn't go five minutes without someone saying like, ah, your dress is so beautiful. Like 
walking up the stairs to the top deck, Meg was like, I heard three girls just in the 30 seconds walking up the stairs. She was like, I heard three girls go, oh my God, that dress is so pretty. So I know. And I was considering getting that one too. So it's funny. I feel like I don't want to say it's like a viral dress, but I definitely have seen it on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So it went viral it, like, on TikTok. If you want to describe. It has like the like under boob buckle thing in the middle. Yeah. So <laughs> if you know Kate Bartlett on TikTok, she's like a fashion TikToker. I believe she was the first one to wear it. And it's like a baby doll style satin mini dress that like has like the boob section, like comes together in like two like triangles almost with a buckle in between so that there's like a triangle at like the top of your rib cage and then it shows a little bit of under boob and then it's like a v-neck um it's i'll link it below so you guys can see it comes in a bunch of colors it's incredibly flattering so so pretty it like the uh straps like tie they're like tank top straps but they tie in bows um so it's adjustable in that sense like you can untie it so that is really nice. And yeah, I just, like I said, I've never been complimented more in my life. And it comes in a ton of colors. So now I'm feeling very enabled to buy it in more colors. Mm-hmm. But I will say um, two, one like good to know and one con. The good to know is that like I I live my life like I have small boobs, but I don't. Like, I have pretty average size boobs. I just like to pretend that I don't. This dress, like, if you don't actually have small boobs, you have to take precaution to make sure that your boobs do not pop out. Because uh, you'll see in the photo, if you look at the link, it's it's only covering what it needs to cover for your boobs. You know what I mean? I sent a picture of it actually to my friends, and they were like, that covers your nipple. And I was like, with a little (laughs) finesse, yes, it does. Um, So I taped it in. I taped my boobs in underneath and up top to make sure that if I moved forward, because listen, Cruel Summer comes on, I'm shimmying my way to the top. You want to be mobile. I want to be mobile. I don't want to worry about my boobs falling out. And so I had to tape myself in. And once I was strapped in, like I was ready to go. It was perfect. A con is it is so it's a $20 Amazon dress, right? You're getting what you pay for. It's not this like beautiful quality dress. It's a thin, like satin material. And the thing that kind of sucks about satin, especially cheap satin, is even if you spill water on it, it leaves that little water mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so when you're on a boat cruise with a bunch of alcohol, and people dancing around and running around, if you get bumped into and spill on yourself, it'll it'll leave a mark. So I was drinking literally gin and tonics, like the clearest of clear. And they had like people on the boat that were like taking pictures, like literal, it felt like paparazzi where they would be like, <laughs> I know together, what you mean. Together. Like at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we like, our group was like told to get together and we were squishing together and the girl to like the mm. right of me bumped into me when I was holding my drink and I spilt like a good amount of it on the front of my dress. And for the rest of the night, there was just like a watermark on yeah. the front of my dress that like was unforgivable, pretty visible. Um, so canceled. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, it's totally fine. And then I looked down and I was like, like and it was like fine. the beginning of the night, like literal uh. first drink of the night. Um, so that sucked. Something to keep in mind, like, I don't know, 
get like canned <laughs> drinks if you're gonna wear it <laughs> well, yeah to be safer because I was drinking from like a, a cup like an open cup so like there was no buffer if I got knocked into and at least there's a little buffer with a can anyways that's like the major con I do kind of want to order it in like the dark brown and I think that'll be less mm. of an issue in that yeah. color but I really like the like olive green yeah one that's been on my radar for yeah. a while I might be convinced I really it would recommend. be cute if I got the green and you brought the pink and when we're in Portugal, <gasps> Cosmo and Wanda. <laughs> you ain't slick. <laughs> Wait, can we actually do that? Yeah, that'd be cute. Order it now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, pause the episode. Pause Where the episode. It's only 20 bucks. I'm like, <coughs> maybe that's not a good yeah. mindset to have, but it's only 20 bucks. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to get another color because worth it. But yeah, that. That's the story of the dress. I feel like that's the longest favorite I've ever had. Yeah, yeah that so, was pretty long, actually. So much content. Both of ours. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the main episode topic after our lovely ads. Yes. Thank you to our sponsors. Please yes, roll. thank you. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasti in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. Okay, so we are going to recap our monthly movement challenge. Yes. So should we, like, tell them a little more? We had little rules. Yeah. You know. So let's get into it. Let's lay the groundwork. Yes. So Anya and I are nothing if not thorough type A queens. So Mm -hmm. we titled this 31 workouts in 31 days. And the three main rules were you had to do a 30-minute traditional workout for it to count. So a 30-minute Peloton ride, a 30-minute class at the Y, a 30-minute yoga YouTube video, something like that for 30 minutes. Or you could do a three-mile walk. If you know Anya and I, you know we love our hot girl walks. So we had to include some sort of walking uh, benchmark. 
Uh, and we wanted to make sure that like walking was from like an intensity standpoint, like comparable to a 30 minute workout. So that's why we didn't just do 30 minutes of walking. Uh, Cause for us, that's probably what, like a mile and a half realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it did not have to be every single day in July. It wasn't a every single day you work out. You just had to do 31 workouts in July. So if you on July 3rd did a 30 minute yoga class and then a three mile walk, you could count that as two workouts and skip the next day in theory mm-hmm. and stay on track for the challenge. So those were the rules. That was the groundwork. Yes. That's what we were working with. Yes. And as far as infrastructure, number one, (laughs) I recommend doing this with someone else. It was initially my idea and I was going to do it by myself. And then I just happened to mention it to you and we ended up doing it together. And I think it's much better that way. Yeah. So basically what we did was we made a Google sheet just shared between the two of us. And honestly, we could, I could make like a template version and link it in the description. I'll probably do that. Um, So it tracked date, mood for that day, if like if you worked out what it was for how long and then any notes and I'm actually glad we used the notes section I wasn't sure if we were going to need it but I felt like it was helpful to look back on at least to like put this episode together yeah um and it was like a little journal and yeah yeah it was like a little just like one liner of like how it went and yeah you know any takeaways um and we also had incentives involved <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which hmm. You could do it. You could not do it. I recommend doing it. Um, yeah. Nice motivation on the days that you're feeling less inclined. Yep. Um, so I don't know if I'm actually going to end up getting myself my incentive because, spoiler alert, I w- did not complete the challenge. <laughs> I'll get into that. Um, but my incentive was I really want like a nice pair of white cowgirl boots. Um, and I like have seen a bunch of different options and they are in like the $1 to $200 range. And I was going to finally get myself one of those if I accomplished. So I don't know if I will be, but yeah. what was what was your incentive? <laughs> so my incentive was a massage and or uh the shoulder bag from Bagu that Anya talked about in a couple episodes back. They have a really fun color that I want to get. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm trying to decide if I want to do one or the other or if I'm feeling wild and crazy and want to do both. Uh so yeah, we will see. I need to look into like massage it, massages near me and figure out where to go and what the what the best place is. But yeah, these bones, they need a massage. <laughs> so now let's get into how we ended up doing against the goal. So like I mentioned earlier, I was unable to complete the challenge because I got COVID, which yep. is really sad. Um, so I got COVID on July 21st and I ended up ending the month with 23 workouts in the 20 days that I was like participating in the challenge. So I feel pretty strongly that I would have ended. Oh yeah. I would have completed it. You know, I got like two thirds of the way in and I was still feeling really good. So a little sad that I can't like technically check it off, but in my mind, like I think had the COVID obstacle not been thrown my way, I would have (laughs) been, I would have been a successful. For sure. For sure. And then I ended up doing 40 workouts in the 31 days. As a spoiler, we are recording this on July 30th, um, but I have faith in myself that I will do at least a 30-minute workout or a three-mile walk at some point tomorrow. So I'm giving myself that extra one. Technically, my tracker will say 39, but 40 workouts. Well, still more than Still more. Yeah, still completed the challenge, but – 
Yes. That's, that's how I'm doing the math over here. Yes. So now we're going to talk kind of about like how we felt going into it, how we felt throughout, what ended up working, not working, all of that. Yeah. So for me, I going into it, honestly, I was pretty intimidated and that's kind of like why I wanted to do it. But the whole premise of it, and I think I mentioned this in another episode, um, is just that like I feel like I've never this, – this sounds sad. Like it's probably not true, but it, I can't really think of a time that I accomplished a significant goal when it came to like physical activity. Like hmm. I don't like to run. I I don't know. I've never like run a marathon. I'm not interested in doing anything like that. Like I just feel like a lot of people have like – fitness accomplishments and yeah. that kind of thing and I could never relate other than like more skill-based things like with dance and stuff like of course I would feel proud of myself when I was able to do like a triple instead of a double or sure. like a new you know trick or something like that that's one thing but that's like more skill-based it's not really like endurance based mm-hmm. I guess um so I kind of wanted to push myself through something like this to like feel that feeling of accomplishment in a way that was like doable with you know, a nine to five and everything. And another kind of level to it for me is just personally, working out is always something that I've struggled to prioritize ever since we graduated from high school because in high school we danced and it was like prescriptive basically. Yeah. No option. Yeah. Um, but ever since I got out of that like very structured environment, it's always been something that has been hard to prioritize and always like the first thing that I let slide when things get slightly stressful, like if there's one thing and I feel like I'm not balancing things well, it's like always the first thing that I'm like, okay, I just won't work out today. And then it's like, it ends up in like a cycle of like, I just don't. And then I fall out of the rhythm and then it's like so hard to start again. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't sure. I felt like I could push myself to do it, but I want I like really wasn't sure going into it, how I would feel and if it would actually be like easy or really hard. Yeah. Um, so that was where I was coming from. Gotcha. So I was honestly pretty excited going into it. I mean, I kind of joined in on my own free will, like Anya said she was going to do it by herself. (laughs) And then when she talked about it, I wanted to join. Uh, But I think I've talked about in recent episodes that I feel like I'm in my fitness era. I feel like I've found a lot of peace when it comes to working out and um, have learned to like really listen to my body. And so I was excited to sort of have a challenge and basically just see what I could learn and what I could get out of um get out of ha- of this challenge like what reflections I may have coming out of it really like pushing myself to hit a certain quota because I wasn't thinking in terms of like I have to work out every single day or five days a week I was just working out a lot because I wanted to um and something that I think was a huge goal for me coming out of this challenge was having somewhat of a routine with working out uh, because I feel like while I do work out consistently in the sense of that I do it like regularly, I am more of an intuitive like workout person. Like I wake up and I decide, oh, like, I don't know, a 30-minute Peloton ride sounds good today or, oh, like a strength class sounds good today. Oh, Pilates sounds good today. A walk sounds good. But like it's very like random. Like I could have five days in a row where Peloton rides sound really good and then another five days where Pilates sounds really good and then a day of Peloton rides and then a walk and then – you know what I mean? Yeah. Very sporadic. Uh, And I wanted to try to nail down more of a routine because I know that like when it comes to achieving just like overall fitness goals, you really do want to have a routine. Like if I want to like put 
and I'm not necessarily even saying this is my goal, but like if I want to like feel stronger, I have to be consistent from like a strength training perspective. And I'm learning that I think that is sort of a goal of mine is to just like feel a bit stronger. Um, yeah, so. especially with stuff like that, it's like you have to you have to like be more strategic in the sense of like you're not always targeting like the same muscle yeah. groups and that kind of thing. Because I also feel that way. Like for me, for example, I really like. <laughs> I was going to say I really like butt stuff. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I really like <laughs> – I'm like, I do on multiple levels. <laughs> um, no, I really like glutes. like glute workouts. Yes. <laughs> I like, really like butt stuff. <laughs> immediately, no. I'm so sorry. Explicit content. Um, but like that's really like my comfort zone when it yeah, comes same. to like strength. Like if I'm looking up like a workout video, like that's always the first one I want to do because I know that I'm like pretty good at it. And like, yeah. I don't know. It's just always what I gravitate towards. But it's like if you're actually trying to like holistically get stronger, you're not going to do that if you're just like in the routine of pulling up the same yeah. video. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah, so I would say starting out the challenge, I was a bit more thoughtful. I had actually gone through our spreadsheet and in the section where it said like what the workout was that we did, uh, I wrote in a workout for all 31 days to try to like build out a more thoughtful routine and to minimize decision fatigue in the moment because I yeah I thought that like one of like the barriers to the challenge would be like just not knowing what to do or like not being in the mood for something. So I was like, well, if I have something written down, it kind of takes that away. Uh, and I, I stuck with it pretty well in, in the first half of the challenge. And then about halfway through, I resorted back to just doing what I felt like doing in the moment. Uh, and I think I'm learning that that's okay. Like movement is movement. Like it, it's good. Like I'm working out consistently. And I don't think that like from a health standpoint, I should be worried about like being a more intuitive exerciser like I'm I'm taking care of my body and it's totally fine and maybe this is just what is most sustainable for me maybe like having a routine and feeling like I have to do a certain type of workout on a certain day isn't what's going to help me like continue to want to work out maybe I actually thrive off of having like complete freedom Mm -hmm. and choice in the matter and that's what's been helping me be more consistent When I saw that you – I wasn't going to fill mine in. Um, like, I was originally yeah. thinking of that column as more of, like, a a backward-looking column, like, fill in what you did, not, like, mm-hmm. fill in what you're planning to do. But then when I saw you did it, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I did the same thing, and I would say I had, like, a similar experience. Like, most of the time I stuck to what I put down, but if I ended up just, like, walking instead, yeah. which happened a few, a few times, you know, yeah, just well- change it, but – and especially now, like once I got past the 31, I had like a good amount of time buffer between hitting 31 workouts and the end of the month. And so I definitely like resorted to like, eh, I'm just going to walk today. Like I'm not going to do anything intense. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but I will say my go-to workouts, Peloton rides, obviously. I did some strength training workouts through Peloton I did my hot girl walks as always. And then I really enjoyed – her name is San Vloet. Yeah, that's an interesting spelling. I don't exactly know how you would say that. What does it seem like? Is she like French or – I think. She's a Victoria – an ex-Victoria Secret model. Um, I'm embarrassed. I don't know her. And she has a lot of Pilates 
workouts on her YouTube channel. I maybe this was tea. I don't really like Peloton's Pilates and bar classes. Mm. They have them, and I just don't find them to be that. They're like almost too easy. Or, yeah. or I don't even want to say easy, but like they just don't. Yeah. Yeah, not to be like annoying, but I think from our backgrounds, yeah, bar and Pilates is the stuff that we are naturally pretty good at because yeah. it's literally what we grew up doing. Like our conditioning in dance was Pilates. So like yeah. it makes sense that we're kind of starting at like more of an intermediate advanced level. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's just we've become very particular and picky with like, we know what we like in that Mm -hmm. space. And I find that the Peloton Pilates classes aren't what I like to get out of a Pilates class. They're not burning in the way that I want them to. Um, And then as a little bonus, Anya and I did go to a ballet class, uh, which was very, very fun. That was like a cool, we entered our ballet era through this challenge. So love that for us. Yeah. We do think we're going to get like a, 10 class pass because you get a little bit of a discount. So maybe, uh, maybe in like September we can pick that up because August is kind of crazy, but yeah, I'm um, down for that. Pick that up, go like, you know, every couple weeks. Yeah. Love it. So for me, like I said, I was a little unsure going into the challenge of like how I would fare and if it would be like sustainable for me. So I started out pretty gentle with myself as far as the workouts. I think the first week I pretty much only did like 30 minute workouts and it also helps that I happened to be at the lake for a lot of that week because I just did mostly like Mad Fit videos. Yeah. I really like Mad Fit because she's a former dancer and I think it reflects a lot in the types of movements she has you do. <laughs> um, and also lots of walks um, before really like pushing myself to get back into the gym because unlike Kylie, I do have uh, like an in-person gym membership that I pay for. I go to my local YMCA. <laughs> It's honestly cute because, like, it's as much, like, a community center as it is a gym. So yeah. there's, like, always little, like, camps and stuff going Aww. on and, like, kids swimming and stuff. But anyway. Um, yeah, so after about a week of easing into it with, like, the videos and the walks, I was kind of starting to get the groove of things. And I moved towards going into the Y and mostly doing classes um, because also as a result of growing up as dancers, at least for me, I find it really, really hard to be self-motivated at the gym. Like I find it really, I think I got better over the couple of weeks that I was doing this, but in general, I was, I've never really been one to successfully show up to the gym and do my own thing, like on a consistent basis. I I can do it like if I can't make a class, but I would always prefer to be in a class and I don't know, maybe it's like a toxic trait, but I just feel so much more accountable when like there's people around me. Like that would see if I quit. I think a lot of (laughs) people are like that. And it's like, maybe it's the, you know, perfectionist tendencies, but it's like, I want to do well for the instructor. Like I want them to see that I'm trying like, yeah, so it just works better for me to get (laughs) like a good workout. What can she say? (laughs) I am. (laughs) Um, So when I could make a class, I would. And if I couldn't for my schedule that day, I would either do 12, 330 or Stairmaster. I kind of went like back and forth. Those are the two machines that I really like at the gym. Um, yeah, I honestly don't really use anything else. I just do the Stairmaster and the treadmill. Um, and a little bit of strength training afterwards. I would just do like 20 minutes of like simple arm stuff that I knew how to do or like butt stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just always preferred classes in general. So that's what I yeah. tried to do if I could. Um, and I also found that my desire to prioritize going to classes 
for this, you know, couple set of weeks, I really, it pushed me to try classes that I typically never would. Like there's always been classes on the schedule that I'm like, that's just not for me. And like, I would register for like the yoga one instead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But because I had to get in a workout every day and, you know, some days I had like a more restrictive schedule than others, I'd be like, all right, guess we have to try the HIIT class. Guess we have to try this class. And um, some I ended up really liking and I'm going to like continue as part of my routine, some not as much. And I think that's okay. Um, It's like, that's how you know if you're going to end up liking stuff is just trying it. So yeah, um, I ended up with a nice mix of like morning, evening, and even lunch workouts, which I will say it was hard to find days that that would work for me just because I have a lot of meetings for my job. But when I could swing it, that was the move was going at lunch. Yeah. Um, Cause there was like no one there and yeah, they actually have a couple lunch classes and it's like really nice. So that was the move, but you didn't talk about um like timing for you. Was it usually? Yeah, I, it was usually, I made a note to talk about this a little bit um later on, but I usually did it after work and mm-hmm. I obviously have the Peloton. So I'm, a, I'm an at home workout type of girl. Uh, so normally I would log off from work and that was sort of my signal that the work day was done and we were transitioning into to the evening Leisure. was a nice yeah. workout. Yeah. So I ended up getting into a rhythm for the couple of weeks where I would do a core values class, which is just like an abs class, yoga, a bikes and bells class where you use um, the bikes and kettlebells, um, and then other like hit types of classes. And I think because I felt really committed to the challenge and I knew that you were also like on the Google sheet because we had like mm-hmm. one Google sheet with two tabs. Uh, my mind stopped wandering to the place that it always ended up going before where I really wanted to skip. Yeah. And that was really different for me. And it was like nice to know that I could get to a place like that. Like, I don't know if, you know, doing this sort of challenge like all the time is sustainable necessarily, but it was nice to know that like I could get away from that mindset of like just letting the workout be the thing that I neglect for the day. Um, and then I could like always find a way to like make space for it. Um, because I knew you were watching. Not I was that we there. would have like berated each other if we skipped I was going to say, like, yeah. Can you imagine? We were, I think I we were both you. like, <laughs> I'm like, lazy day, huh? <laughs> that would be but. funny. Um, yeah, I honestly, I looked at yours every once in a while, but more so just from a place of like, oh, I wonder what Interest, like workouts yeah. she's doing <laughs> or how she's like, feeling. I checked yours daily. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because, like you were saying, I feel like you are very motivated by other people and like external factors yeah awesome (laughs) which I think no but I think it's I mean if it's getting you moving and like you're fine once you're moving I don't think that's a bad thing I think I I used to be very externally motivated and I've gotten to a place where I'm no longer I think because if you're gonna commit to like at-home workouts like like obviously you yeah because anyone can put on a workout video and then just like watch it and be like, haha, I worked out. Or like do two reps and be like, oh, I'm tired. That's my thing. Like, it's the reps for me with the at-home ones. Like if I just don't want to do it anymore, I just won't. Because I'm like, yeah. MadFit won't know, you know? Yeah. Well, it does help. <laughs> and I'm curious if – um how you feel about this because I feel like having a roommate, like having Ash, I would work out in our living room. So sometimes she would come by and – I'd be mm. like, okay, well, I don't want to look lazy. I need to be working hard. <laughs> Shake uh, up, not that yeah. she would like judge, obviously. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I don't know. I just – and I feel like especially the Peloton specifically, like riding, when you're clipped <coughs> in, it's like, well, mm. where are you going to go? Like you got to – and our bike um, automatically adjusts the resistance. 
So like – Oh, really? Yeah. It's actually really cool. You can hmm. change it, obviously, if it like ends up yeah. being too heavy. Um, but it like catches on to the instructor's cues and moves the resistance for you. So I think that is what helped me like just learn to – to follow Except. along and like push through because like you really had no choice. Um, but yeah, I would also say that I didn't have any issues with like really wandering towards skipping a day. Um, most days I go on a lunchtime walk. That's like a really good habit that I'm in right now. My walk route is like a little less than three miles. So I didn't count it most days mm-hmm. unless I like tacked on an additional walk or ended up like <coughs> going somewhere and walking was a significant part of the transportation. Uh, but I feel like getting up and moving in that sense like helped stop me from any sort of like major afternoon dip that would then lead to me not working out after work. Um, I did have several days where I really wanted to get into the habit of working out in the morning. Uh, but I would wake up and say absolutely not and <laughs> would just work out after work instead. And I'm I'm really torn. And I know you've talked about this too. I'm torn Because some days I'm like, it would be so nice to just get up, work out, and have that part of the day be done. But then I get to after work and I'm like, now what? (laughs) What do do Mm. I do? See, I don't have that issue with like the now what feeling after work. Like I don't feel like I needed to um, fill that time. But yeah, I – I was also not – I'm not intuitively a morning workout person. It's really hard for me to get myself yeah. there. But once I got there, I was always so glad. And it just felt so good to be, like, walking back in the morning. And it's, like, you feel like half the people aren't even, like, out yet, but you've already done something, like, for yourself. So yeah, I'm team push yourself to do it, but I'm also not, like, as naturally inclined as, like, some people are to just, like – yeah. Wake up and do it. Like it's – you got to – it's it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's how – I'm always happy in the moment after the workout. Like yeah. logging on to work for the day and being like I already worked out. Like that feels good. It's just the like – I don't know. Then I'm like, well, I guess I'm – if I don't have plans after work, which again, there were several times where I did have plans after work and then I didn't work out in the morning. So I had to figure out how to like squeeze it in at lunch mm-hmm. or like see if I could squeeze it in like between meetings. If you're on the same payroll as me, please stop listening. Um, <laughs> squeeze it in between meetings. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to try to commit to being a morning workout person or if I should just accept that for me naturally, it just works best after work. Yeah. I'll get into a little more of my feelings on it, but I think also the at-home thing versus going somewhere makes a difference because like I would, I would sign up like the night before or whatever. And so Mm -hmm. then I would be like on the list and like, I think at the Y you don't get like, you don't pay per class because you just pay for like a membership. But I think if you don't show up to a certain number of classes, they'll like ban you from like signing up for them Oh, or something. There's some sort of, um, penalty so because they don't want people like constantly showing up and or signing up and being like no shows you know yeah up people's spots yeah there's like limited spots um so I think that also helped because like I knew that I was like held accountable to like I was like on a list somewhere like they would know if yeah. I wasn't there but for you it's like no one's gonna know <laughs> yeah exactly and Peloton does have like a schedule feature where you can like create a workout schedule and like pencil them in basically but like it doesn't yell at you if you don't do it. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll just reschedule it. <laughs> Imagine it turns into like an electric chair the next time you get on. Oh my God. Honestly, <laughs> like bad. That would probably work for me though. So. <laughs> um, And I think like the most disappointing part of the whole thing for me was that 
I was honestly feeling like at my peak wellness when I got hit with COVID. Like yeah. just a couple days before I ended up coming down with it, I wrote in the note section that I was like feeling so positive about this whole thing and like felt like I was in such a routine and like was looking forward to the workouts every day and stuff. And then two days later, it was like, nope. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was pretty disappointing. But I do know that I like pretty certainly would have achieved it if I didn't end up yeah. with this obstacle. So try not to be too, too hard on myself. Yeah. <laughs> but. yeah. And you still got a lot out of it, it sounds like. Even that's true. Though, that's true. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, once I did hit 31 workouts, I definitely like noticed a little bit of fatigue and like, I don't want to say relief, <laughs> but like a little mm-hmm. bit of like, okay, like now I can like be even more intuitive um, and found myself very much gravitating towards like walking for the most part in these past couple of days, especially because like I hit 31 workouts during our major heat wave in Boston. So then once I hit that, I was like, well, I'm not going to make myself sweat even more in my living room if I don't have yeah. to. Like, uh, And I took a, my first rest day. I hadn't skipped any days um, all throughout until I hit the 31 mark. Uh, and then I took my first rest day where I really didn't – I. I walked a little bit. I tend to walk at least a mile most days, I would say. Yeah, just Uh, from like existing. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't like intentionally walk and try to hit like three miles that day. I didn't do 30 minutes worth of working out. I just chilled and gave myself some time off. Uh, And then this past – these past couple of days, I tweaked my neck in my sleep, which I know happened to you at the beginning of the challenge. And I don't know if I'm just a baby and it's probably that, but it just hurt so bad. And then I found one day like I was just in a lot of pain and then I woke up the next day and my other shoulder has been like really sore because I think I've been like sitting and standing weird because this yeah. side hurts. Um, so I've I've just been kind of going easy on myself. I'm like, well, I don't have to do any more workouts. Like I reached the goal. So why am I going to force myself and risk like, I don't know pulling it or tightening up the muscles or whatever the hell is going on in there further. Um, so yeah, so I've been taking it easy to get in some rest because rest days are important. That's yes. You can't- that's why we didn't make it like an everyday yeah. thing. We just made it a 31 times. Mm-hmm. So as far as our main takeaways and our kind of like closing thoughts, my first one that I wanted to say is we have like a little walk club which mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned before and at least like once or twice a week my movement for that day would be our walk club so basically it's a group of like how many of us now four or five um, yeah five I think so four or five girls that live in you know within a mile radius of each other um and we meet up on like Sundays and usually like one or two other days of the week um to do this loop that makes sense for everyone. Yeah. Um, and as someone that's held externally accountable, <laughs> I really liked having like a yeah. reason to like wake up earlier and like show up and do this thing. And it's also just fun to catch up with people. So yeah. Um, that's one sort of technique if you've been struggling to find motivation or like a way to get movement in is to go with a friend, go with some friends, make a walk club. Yeah, for sure. I think another big takeaway for me was, and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but listen to your body. Um, and I mean this in the sense of like, I'm learning to come to terms with the fact that maybe I am just more of a intuitive exerciser, but also like once I hit the 31, I didn't like push myself into like, oh, well, now that I've hit 31, like I have to hit 
40 or I have to hit 45 or you know what I mean? I was like, no, actually, I'm feeling pretty tired. I worked pretty hard to reach these 31 workouts. And so if I want to rest, I'm going to let my body rest. And yeah, just being intuitive, listen to your body, give it what it needs. It's going to tell you. Um, now you can say like, you probably feel that way too. Cause like mm-hmm. in theory, could you have like pushed through and tried to exercise the COVID? No. (laughs) I couldn't. (laughs) But I have people – actually, so my older brother got COVID Mm -hmm. a while back. He rode the Peloton every day and he was like, I'm trying to exercise the COVID out. And I was like – Honestly, probably just extended how long he was sick because it's like what they tell you not to do. Like I'm honestly – I'm going to be easy on myself for quite a while now. Like honestly, probably like another two weeks because I just feel like I can tell from like a – respiratory standpoint that I'm like not fully there. So like, I don't want to, I don't want to make this longer than it has to be, but. But I think, I think that's, I obviously didn't want you to get COVID to like have (laughs) this. It was a lesson. (laughs) No, but to try to take a positive spin on it. Like it's so, I feel like having like little pockets like that where you're just listening to your body and really doing what it's supposed to do helps heal a lot of people's mindset around working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like once you get to that point where you're just like in tune with your body and listening to it, it makes like movement when you are able to and want to do it so much more fun. So listen to your body. Yes. Be in tune. You Love it. Vibe. My next takeaway was that I really could be a morning person as far as working out if I wanted to be because there were a couple days in a row where I would go like three days in a row working out in the morning and I felt really great. I think the main barrier for me is just going to bed at the right time. Um, but you know, if you work out in the morning and then to your point, you have less to accomplish after work. So it's easier to go to bed on time. Um, and it felt so good to be done my workout before I'm usually even awake. So I've always wanted to be that type of person. Like I've always really admired people that would like go to the gym before work. And I learned I can be that type of person if I want. Yeah. For sure. Um, I feel like I learned that you can normally find 30 minutes in the day to do some sort of movement, especially if you kind of take away the idea that it needs to be this intense movement, right? I think a lot of people see exercises like I have to break a sweat. I have to do a personal record. I have to be like busted and breathless by the end of it, like red-faced, barely able to talk. That's how like I feel like a lot of people see working out and that's truthfully how like I saw working out for a really long time. But like walking is working out. Pilates mm-hmm. is working out. Like heck even like gardening on like a hot day or mm-hmm. you know all of those are different forms of movement and 9 out of 10 times you can find 30 minutes in the day to just like move your body in some sort of way. So I was just – I said to Anya kind of halfway through the challenge, I was really surprised at just how easily I was keeping up. Yeah. Like I was like, I feel like it's not actually that challenging to find 30 minutes in the day where I'm moving my body. Um, so yeah, once you once you kind of break that and realize that like you can have the time and there's so many different ways that you could be moving your body, it's pretty easy. I won't lie. Yeah, I agree that it also – struck me that it definitely didn't feel as hard as I thought it would. And it's also because like, to your point, it's like you're reframing what working out means. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be everyone's like standard definition. So. Yeah. Um, another lesson for me was that like getting out of my comfort zone as far as, you know, going in with like this assumption of like, I just do these workouts. So like that's the type of class that I have to wait to come around uh, and kind of shifting it to like, 
making sure I was trying new things and yeah. trying to keep things interesting and figure out what I really like to do. Um, it was good. It was good to push myself to go to stuff that I wouldn't normally. Cause for example, that bikes and bells class, like I always saw it on the schedule and thought it sounded interesting, but like never tried it. And now I feel like I'm going to go like once or twice a week once I'm back. So yeah. Yeah. And then this like kind of is on the same vein and also goes with a little bit of what I was talking about earlier, but I feel like a big key is to make working out as easy and accessible to you as possible. And this is going to look different for everyone, right? Like for some people that looks like investing in a Peloton and having that right in your living room so that whenever you like have a free moment or like right when you wake up right after work, you can hop on and you won't go through, you know, the, um, the process of, well, oh, I have to drive to the gym. Like, if that's a big uh, deterrent for you. For other people, it looks like having an accountability buddy, someone that you can go to. Uh, or it's just like finding the cheapest alternative. Because I think another thing is the wellness industry likes to make it seem like you need to be spending your entire net worth on Mm -hmm. fitness and wellness and all of that, but like it does not have to break the bank. You could have a complete workout routine on free YouTube videos. Like you do not have to pay a dime for working out if you don't want to, if that's the barrier for you. Um, So yeah, just figuring out, you know, where, where your pain points are when it comes to working out and getting a consistent schedule and then how you can resolve those pain points I think is huge. Yeah, I think that's a really good point of like, it can be an accessible thing. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be. Yeah, you don't have to pay for a Peloton. You don't have to pay for a gym membership. Yeah, no. It's nice if you Um, can, but you don't have to. Yeah. Um, And then I think this was honestly the biggest like takeaway for me, like aha moment throughout this whole process was I feel like through my whole life, I always kind of thought of people and like myself included as like fitting into like fitness, like boxes in a way. Like I would know someone that's a runner and I'd be like, okay, yeah, they're a runner or like they're a yogi or like they do Pilates. And I would just kind of assume that's like all they did and kind of just, yeah, put them into a box and feel like I needed to find like what box was mine. Like I always kind of felt like I wasn't as far along in my fitness journey because I hadn't like found my box. Like I hadn't like found what worked for me. But I think what I realized is like the truth is it's you can be well-rounded in a bunch of different workouts. So like you can run one day, you can do yoga one day, Pilates the next day. And I feel like that's probably even better for you to have a little bit of like workout diversity from like a sustainability standpoint and also just from like your body, like, you know, not putting wear and tear on the same areas all the time. So yeah. I'm breaking out of the the box mentality here. Yeah. I think I was – I didn't even realize that was a thing for me. And then I at one point at like mid-month, I kind of had this epiphany of like, you don't have to just pick one workout. Yeah. Like, well, not- and it, it makes sense because I think I've also had this mindset, but like we were dancers. Like that was yeah, our like literal – we were in a box. And yeah. all be all fitness routine. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's definitely something that I, I know I've had to unlearn. It sounds like you too of like, oh, I don't need to like master one form of workout. Like I yeah. can I can be good at a bunch of different things. Yeah. I can be like decent at a bunch of stuff yeah. instead of being like a literal like yoga master. It's like you yeah. don't have to just pick one thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's like, that's like, that's a good way to put it. Like you don't have to master one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as you're not injuring yourself because obviously there's forms of exercise where you do need to know what you're doing. Um, 
And then my last takeaway is just that accountability is key. And again, this is going to look different from ever- for everyone. And I think Anya and I have like touched on even how like we hold accountability different and what that could look like for us. So whether it is an incentive, you know, if you do XYZ workouts, you can buy this little treat for yourself or having a spreadsheet with your best friend or knowing that you just need to be in person working out. Um, I know like things like the Peloton have like challenges where you're trying to like reach a certain mileage every single month. Maybe that's what keeps you accountable. Whatever it may be, figure out what it is that motivates you. Um, and really like keep that in mind on those days where like you're finding it harder to, you know, stay consistent and be in your routine. Oh, I just hit 10,000 steps sitting down. Sitting down. So love that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, we wanted to end it off with this question of would we do it again? Yeah. Do we recommend? I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. I would do it again. I do recommend. I don't know if it's like sustainable for my life all the time because I definitely like this was a particularly less busy season of work and I know that things get crazy throughout the year and I don't know if this would be possible at those crazier times and all of that. But I think it was pretty amazing for me to see how something really can fit in your schedule if you make it a priority and learn the value in making it a priority. So I would say for now, I'm not like immediately jumping back into it just because I'm really focused on recovery, but I am excited to take what I learned from attempting this and get back into it and maybe do it again, you know, some other time. Yeah, for sure. I would also do it again. I actually think I am going to try to challenge myself to work out every day in August with like active rest days in there, not an intense workout every single day, Um, but kind of like similar criteria every day have to do either a 30 minute workout or a three-mile walk and not skip any days. I know myself and my roommate, Ash, and our two friends who have Pelotons are, uh, I think, joining a like 100 miles in August Ooh. challenge. So that that's kind of what I'm going to try to put those you know, together and, and achieve mm-hmm. that goal. So I'll keep, I'll keep you guys posted. It'll be in a week in review soon, probably in a month. Love that. Well, like I said, I'll make like a template version of what we used and link it down below. It's pretty basic, but if you just want like a starting point, if you want to try this yourself and let us know if there's any other challenges. I really liked doing this and knowing that like we were going to incorporate into an episode. So like trying to be really mindful about like what I was learning along the way. Cause I think if I didn't have a reason to, I maybe wouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, So let us know if you have any ideas Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it. Yeah, we'll chat with you. Oh, wait, no. Oh my God, I almost forgot to plug our Instagram. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at two degrees hotter. Leave us any suggestions you have for episodes or if you need any advice in our anonymous suggestion box, it's always linked down below. And read us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out and helps get our podcast to listeners like you who want to hear us talk about working out 31 times in a month. So with that, we'll chat with you guys next Tuesday. Bye, everyone.